We got show welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat brought to you by Dr. Price Electrolytes. Make sure you use the code Addison for 20% off. As you can see right here, we just came hot off a game right here. And we got ourselves electrolyted. We're going to fire these up. We got early travel day tomorrow. And guess what? We're going to be pounding these things like there's no tomorrow. Addison for 20% off. To my left, I got Jokes here. What's up? And of course, we got Hawaii's chosen one, Micah Ma. Say what's up, Micah. What's up? What's up? And our great news segment, Shano with Shano News. Let's fire it up, Shano. What up, everybody? Good to be back. Um, Last week was a bit of a mess, but we're back, baby, and we're back better than ever. All right, so not a lot of move, not a lot of news on the men's side right now at all. There's really not much going on. Just guys training. I'm pretty sure it's been announced that Andy Benish and Miles Bartain are going to be playing some FIVB tournaments in the upcoming weeks. So really, they're playing like in the Maldives. Announced like, via like on, South Bay or yeah, via South Bay and via like like FIVB's website like they're signed up for a tournament in the Maldives on the Maldives and they're going to play in a couple FIVBs it looks like so that's good that's good, good that's good news on the men's side but uh on to the women's side this is it, women's indoor we have the uh, women's 2022 world championships going on uh our our girls in blue the team USA we're sitting at 7 and 2 right now having a really good run of it so far only two losses are to Serbia and let me check. Um, and uh, Turkey, or sorry, Poland. We lost Turkey. Serbia and Poland. Turkey, we beat Turkey once in four. We play them again in the quarterfinals. Um, and in the quarterfinals of Worlds, let me see if I can pull that up on here on the website. It's kind of a difficult website. FIVB, shout out you guys for having the <laughs> worst websites. <laughs> the most difficult freaking website. <laughs> To, like find out information for shout out you guys all right we found it um got italy versus china uh u.s versus turkey a. say it right micah am i good yeah uh, that's okay great. thanks bud uh brazil japan and serbia poland any predictions team dude i i gotta say first from I've actually watched a lot of these matches i don't know micah gauge how up to date even i've watched a lot of these matches not super up to um, date while my cooking and stuff. Uh, one thing I will say, and it's not a prediction yet, I will give my prediction. The opposites for some of these teams, these women opposites, are ginormous. They're so tall. And like, like all of them. And then, and then the US, we play the Annie Juice, and she's got like just a whip of an arm. Mm -hmm. But just watching the rest of the world, their opposites are so tall. Physical and like super, super physical. Super physical, yeah. You got Serbia the, with Boscovic, who's a beast. The, and in, in the women's game now, they're running like tempo. They're running everything. Super fast. Now. It's crazy. Dude, yeah. Thailand, who, to be honest, probably should have beat the US the other oh night. Oh my God. Yeah, we barely came back. Defending. At, they're super fun to watch. Um, I'm sure you love them. Yeah, yeah. They defend everything uh, and then just bang the crap out of it's They're a super fun team to watch. They're super tiny. Not I don't think tiny. They're not tiny, but they're small, relatively speaking, to the the rest of the top teams. Um, and yeah, just have been fun to watch. I don't think yeah they didn't get out of the pool play, but I'll go predictions wise. I guess we should just go gold, silver, uh, bronze, gold medal. Um, I'm gonna take the Americans taking wow the world championship again. I watching them play when they. When they're playing at the level they can play, it's I don't see another team that can beat them. Um, Brazil has looked really good, and they're on the other side of the Americans. So just naturally, I think that's my pick 
for the silver medal, and then I think U.S. is going to beat Serbia in the semis, and then Serbia will win the bronze. So I'm going to USA, Brazil, Serbia. Not super out of this world. <laughs> two losses, yeah, USA. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, they, they've mixed up uh, those matches. They've mixed up their lineup. Oh, um, uh, so Car- got in. Excuses, Joe? It's not excuses. It's just what happened. They didn't play with their Car- first six. Karch Car- is still the coach. Karch is still right. the coach. Yeah. Legend. They got Marv there working. Uh, Marv's Marv always working with the, with the women's, women's team. team. Yeah, Marv yeah. Dunphy. Um, they have, yeah, they have a really nice yeah. coaching staff. Um, but I just think also, and now that they finally got that kind of uh, monkey off their back and winning the Olympics, they ha- a lot of them have the experience now of winning like a major tournament. Um, and I think, I don't know, if the U.S. plays at the level they can play, just from what I've seen, the matches I've watched, there's just not a- another team that can really compete with them. Um, but they have to maintain that level. And sometimes I think you've seen them slack off when they've switched up the lineup a few times. But uh, I'm pulling for the U.S. here. I think they're going to do it. Really? Love it. Love your patriotism. America. Gage. America. Gage. You don't have to give me a top three. You don't have to be as uh, expressive as Joe. I appreciate Joe. Can you give me the names again? Give me the names again. Italy versus China. Mm -hmm. U.S. versus Turkey. Brazil, Japan. Serbia, Poland. Dude, all right. First off, we watched Japan live in the Netherlands. I am shocked that they're there. Great defensive team. Zero to. They didn't put two of their top players in that match that we watched. Yeah. They missed their two best scores. I was, I was told okay. Never the mind then. I'm going to Japan then. <laughs> damn it, Japan all the way. Japan? Shout out to my boys. Japan. I mean my girls. Shout out, shout out Japan. Uh, my ladies. Oh my god. Out of boy Gage. My, uh, Micah, a quick. I, I don't uh, have to know anything. Give us a quick. Picky ladies, Micah. I don't know. I think the U.S. is pretty strong from what the last time I watched them. So I'll take the U.S. And I, I don't know, sleeper. I, I've got a. China as a sleeper. Love that from you. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like all those picks. I'm going to go with Brazil to win it. Just because. I'm going to be different. Ooh. Shout out Brazil. Brazil. Think you're cool, bro? No. <laughs> all right. Hey, let's get some, Dude, uh, I, let's get some game. I, I have to throw out there. So if anybody's watching professional indoor men's side in Italy, I don't know if anybody's paying attention, Verona – Definitely been uh, stirring the pot up a little bit recently. Dude. Big, big win against Trento. But have you guys seen their ops? Do you know how big their ops? 227 centimeters. That's 7'4". 7'4". The opposite is 7'4". Seven seven and mobile. Four. Very and, mobile. Dude, last night against Lavia and Michiletto, he was just clamping them. Clamps wow. He, fun Ooh. fact, he used to play in Bulgaria the year before I did. Now look at yeah. him. He's a Russian. Dude, of course, another seven four Russian. Good thing they're banned from all sports. Shout out to <laughs> Shout out Freedom. Um their outsides are sick too. Yeah. Super sick. Rock. Who who are their outsides again? Mozic, like a younger um Oh yeah, yeah. He's Slovenian. Slovenian. Oh, and Slovenia. then Keita. Also like, I was, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, you gotta understand. They've got like they Perrin who comes in to stabilize reception if they need to. Wow, that's the one Perrin's thing for a... them, dude. Yeah, he is. Trentino just got the their reception is not. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think Mozic passed. It was the <laughs> oh, <laughs> they're one of the funnest teams to watch. We also well, you gotta explain them. So so Joe knows his teams better than I do. But Verona is like 
they're not like a big budget team, but they're 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 Italy, so they're gonna have a decent budget. So what they do, they get all the young guys. All these guys are super young. We Lucas are optimistic comment that like the Lunenburg of oh, we're like the Lunenburg like version, you know, German version of them. Super super young, right? And just like passing like Joseph, passing just straight up, just swing as hard as you can, get a kill, take <laughs> and a they go crazy, and they go nuts oh, to the crowd. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> That's the Dude. best. You gotta love and, that. And and I think and I Gage, think and they have Gage, that's your dream team, dude. It is, bro. That is my dream team. I'm an ultimate hype man, and I get that. And the and the coolest part is like their coaches, uh, Stefan, our head coach, and Joe's had players talk to him. Like, he's known as kind of like a hard ass, but he's also kind of feeling going with the crowd, the the crowd too. So it's like they got the perfect coach fired. for those knuckleheads. Yeah, they got the perfect coach to like keep the knuckleheads in line. But I think he lets them be free on the court. And also during the game yesterday, during the game, they're like the announcers were talking about, yeah. At this arena, there's going to be a huge, like, party, like, with a DJ and everything like that. After they win, a freaking circus comes on <laughs> the floor. There's people in just dresses doing... All of a sudden, there's these four acrobats in the corner stacking on top of each other, doing flips no and running way. around with dresses. And then I'm like, these guys are just going to go change, just go party with... It. Like, like, party, like, like, and they won. And we got to realize Trentino... Uh, they uh they lost in champions champions league final um against Oxford last year but they're, they're like one of the best if not the best Italian team they're the two top outsides at world championships both Italian yeah um, insane. so like Verona's just super trainer. super young and they're just like just crazy they're just the opposite though, yeah. I just want to read the, the opposite out, sorry the, Shano the outside Keita I don't know if you guys saw him play uh in Japan. somewhere in Asia but yeah he was like yeah a gnarly superstar. I heard he was crazy in Japan. He was like, insane, and he like, oh my gosh, he was a beast. In the League, he was a beast. Micah, how many times on average per set do you are you setting uh, Namira right now? Dude, I have no idea, but my man's is an animal. I just keep seeing him get posted for like thirty plus points of the match. So you must be setting him a lot. <laughs> last yeah, number on it. Last, last, last game he had thirty-one, and I think he's. Like seventy nine percent, and the game before, I think he had twenty something, maybe more, but he spiked eighty eight percent. That is ridiculous, man. Pretty good. That is unbelievable. But yeah, I, Joe, you stole my thunder. I was gonna ask you guys about how your pro seasons are going. So, get update the fans. We leave for Montenegro eight a.m. tomorrow morning. It's like a twelve hour travel day. We, we're going to this beautiful Budva in Montenegro. We play CEV Cup this week, first round, and then next week home. So we got to advance. Um. Yeah, I mean that's the goal. Obviously, then we play Berlin so, at home. Okay, so explain to the fans CEV Cup. If you can put it in like soccer terms, it's like it. Yeah. What is it like the Europa European League? Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much European Cup. So you have Champions League, <laughs> and is- I'm not gonna go into how to qualification. Everything works, but CEV Cup, you're still dealing with top teams in Europe. Pretty much, like basically, you qualify from your results in the past season. So a lot of teams okay. will have like new budgets and they'll be better than they were the season or whatever so you're dealing with yeah. it depends on the year and everything but uh technically yeah cv cup is just this giant single elimination bracket format but you play a home and away leg like you do in soccer for champions yeah so yeah cool yeah so awesome yeah so that's what we play right, right now cheers so montenegro and are you playing a team from montenegro yes from budva right on the sea budva. Right on the ocean. So warm, Joe hates the cold, so he's fine. Yeah. We're going to bring out the ooze slunks. Don't you guys worry. Add some slunks. We'll be right in there. 
I got you. Good to With hear. that being said, I think I think we're wrapping up here. Shano, thanks so much for hopping on. Yes, Shano's of course. Instagram. Good to be here. Always good. Best of luck, fellas. Have a good podcast. Cheers. Thanks, brother Shane. And welcome back to If Can't Handle Heat, presented by Dr. Price Electrolytes. This story is going to be spicy. You're going to be sweating a lot. So make sure you use autism to get your Dr. Price Electrolytes for 20% off. Link in the bio. We got overseas Shiza. Like I said, you're going to be sweating. The story's hot. The story's steamy. Get electrolyted with Dr. Price Electrolytes. Autism for 20% off. Micah with overseas Shiza. Hit us, baby. Hit us with it. Okay, so um, something that, like, made me fall in love with volleyball again um, after leaving UCLA was the amount of passion that people play with overseas. Um, I'm sure you ran into it in Bulgaria, uh, Joe in Germany, but like it started off in France. I just remember like the first 10 games we had 18 yellow cards. I think it was something like that. It was something ridiculous where almost every game two people took a yellow and I was like loving it. I was like, wow, like people are really engaged and like I felt alive, you know. Um, in Poland, it kind of died off a little bit because people there, are, the refs are better. That's also a reason. Refs <laughs> usually rile people up like the worse refs mm-hmm. the refs are, the more people are willing to be combative and violent. Uh, and so... The challenge system was super good, so we had less of that. Now I am in Turkey, and I had heard some stories. Um, somebody had actually sent me a video before uh, of a R one getting taken off the ref stand <laughs> by a player. Uh, I don't know where where I got that from. It was like two or three years ago. I don't think I have it still. Um, but yeah. To say the least, I'm pretty shocked at how out of control this place is. My first away game, the environment was just nuts, man. Like, best environment I've played in overseas. And it was like maybe 200 people. <laughs> oh my God. Like the I think it was tiniest a gym. gym. Tiny. Okay, more than 200, probably 500. But only one side of stands, like not behind the service line, not behind the other service line, and not on the other side, just one side, just full. People are just going absolutely crazy um and we had we had some arguments and stuff like that it was nothing too serious and then we watched Zarat, uh the team that won last year they had lost three zero on the road um a game they probably shouldn't have lost and they they had like four red cards and they stopped for probably 10 15 minutes uh one time and then another time for like five minutes, which is ridiculous. Like a 15-minute break. People were just peppering on the court in the middle of the match. People just started peppering. Jeez. It was hilarious. No I was like, dude, are they? Dude, swear to God. Swear to God. We can find the like video. A high school game. That's like high and school. And people were just peppering. And I'm like, what in the heck? It took that long. And so, yeah, they had, I think, three or four reds. And I just, I'd never seen red cards. Like, they're just handing them out. Uh, Straight points, right? In the Turkish League, too. Yeah, 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 points, points. And then another game I was watching online, and they gave two reds. And it was at, like, in the fifth set, 7-7. So they just switched sides. And it took, like, 10 minutes to solve that. And when they switched sides, the person that was fighting was on the bench. 
and on the court. And so, like, they switch on the same side. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because the teams that are playing switch on. The, but these guys were on the same side, and they had to get separated again over there. That took <laughs> another 10, 15 minutes. And then oh, I go to practice. Cat. And we're practicing in the Federation uh, gym, and we're after another team. Uh, they're playing a match. And I walk in, and it's just mayhem. And I'm like, what the heck? I sent Gage a snap. I think and Joe a Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it's just like people are just going nuts. And I just w- stayed there and watched. And after the game, probably for 10, 15 minutes, the other team stayed and was just chewing out the ref. And the ref started going back at it with, with the player. They had to get separated. Then the ref started – then the assistant coach went after the ref. Then the ref went after the assistant coach. They had to get separated. And then someone from the crowd came down, jumped over. Oh then police were over there. And I was like in the thick of it like, what in the world, dude? This is <laughs> – so I'm ready for a. It's amazing. I'm ready for a ride and a half. It's gonna be something, that's for sure. Wait till you get like to like important like playoff yeah. matches, you and Zarat yeah. or something. That the fans, I'm sure. Well, did you uh, did you guys also see? Did I ever send you guys the video of um, in France of the security guy or whoever he was cleaning out the uh, Narbonne <laughs> uh, no. physical coach? No. No. All right, I'll get that to you guys too. It's just it's just gnarly over here. It's a different world. Bunch of Draymond well, Green. Bunch of Draymond. Well, bunch of Draymond Greens over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey, if you guys want to be able to watch those videos, make sure you follow our TikTok. We just tried to post one, but it got blocked, and I'm gonna repost it again and again and again, and we'll get it unblocked. I'll do everything in my power. So if you want some crazy international videos, storytelling, maybe post it in Germany. Oh, it's a good idea actually. I don't know if that, you think they don't have their, yeah, well, German has way less laws on that stuff. But it's TikTok. Yeah, but maybe, I'm just saying, maybe try it. It's a good idea. I just posted on Los Angeles again. I don't know, I might get blocked again. I'll try again if I get blocked. Anyways, moving on. Thank you for obviously Shiza. Um, With that being said, I want to go into something a little more informative today. We talked about kind of debating our best balls and (laughs) our best uh, shoes. Let's go into some informative stuff with, the younger audience and anyone anyone who plays volleyball in mind. I want to go into top two to three volleyball hacks. Or if you have one really good one, that would be... I have one really good one. Let's go with one really, really good one. How about that, Micah? Okay. This is Joe has our, one. This is our best volleyball hacks. Go, Joe. Number one, it's not even close. And we talk about short court. Play short court. Dude, I we play short court... Uh, with our middles now, Gage and I. There's this bet. Jordan bet to our two Canadian middles that we'll play them every day in short court and they will not beat us a single time the whole year. He bet them a good amount of money. 50. I don't know how much. I, think it's, I don't know. It was, I think it's a good amount of money. But he bet One time the one whole time. year? Yeah. Dude, that's... I don't know about that. So we... I mean, we've been holding strong. Definitely been holding strong. Yeah, it's early. It's yeah, early, exactly. dude. But we... like The thing is, people don't know. It's early Gage days. and I, when it's short court, we show up and it's like we're... Fully yeah, yeah, no, we yeah, don't for sure. We know what's on the line, and like we're not like we don't like walk. There's not a single day that we show up and it's like, oh, we're gonna walk through this and like kind of ease in, like because we know totally. we can't let these guys win. If we let those guys win, they no chance, zero chance. So, but on, the, on a serious note, short playing short court. There's some coaches, uh, people feel mixed feelings about it, but there's actually so many benefits to it. I honestly feel that. 
and understanding how to play volleyball in tight spaces and like like having good understanding like jumping and I don't know the the feeling of uh playing like sharp diag and all like defense I, there's a bunch of things that I think you get a lot of benefit from uh, and I can go to detail you can think about every skill set and how that is how to play the ball on the net in like good positions if you can set the ball from yeah. anywhere you're you're good in short court as soon as you set the ball a little bit off the net you screw you screw over your team so I think like that's super important and that's a huge benefit I think that Gage and I have versus the two middles to be honest is <laughs> just really put the ball always on the net and we're always like gonna position to be aggressive we're like as soon we know as soon as they set the ball like two feet off the net we're we're in, we have a huge advantage and so that's always a huge big thing for us. but it's like those small things that translate over to a game i feel an immense amount so i think just getting it's really simple but at the same time i i honestly believe if you do that if you go play short court 20 minutes before practice every day you'll see an improvement in like net play uh just like simple ball control and like tight situations stuff like that setting there was a tonight. I asked one of our middles, like, "Do you see the translation?" He's like, uh, "Not really." I was like, "Let me explain the translation." And there were two or three balls today where Joe did it in the net, made some net plays. I was like, "Schnitz, that is short court right there." And I'm a libero saying this to a middle, so obviously I don't have a lot of experience in the front row, but I see the translation. And even as a libero, it translates too. It's not just front row attackers. The touches, like Joe, like, when you're facing six ten and six six with thirty forty vertical. You know what I'm saying? You can't when, when we're small. Reading so like, body positioning when yeah. you're one on one blocking, like understanding the approach and like what they're able to do with the ball. Am I a pretty good? I feel like I'm a decent short court blocker, more of a jabber. I'm not gonna do anything special, but I think I you are. I can ad- I can attest to that. You're a good short court blocker for sure. Not a good blocker. I want to put that out. I'm not a good blocker. <laughs> Normal volleyball, short court blocker. I'm decent at. I can do because I can play defense. Yeah, thing about short court blocking is you just take away the power shot. Mm-hmm. If you take away the power shot. And get ready to then, chase down the other one. Then the second guy. Yeah. That's, a, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to give away our tips. Our Canadians will listen. It's also more <laughs> timing. It's also more timing based. So much. Yeah. There's a lot. Like, you could look at every single skill set and say how it translates. What like, if we, we continue to play every single day, I think our middles will see some benefit. No, Already, don't. like, they understand, like, how to put play the ball on the net. Overpasses, playing it to the ground. Like, that type of stuff. Milan, our coach of Hawaii, oh, my gosh. He... God. It drove him nuts that Charlie didn't, uh, well, wasn't a huge fan of short court, and he didn't like allow it because Milan thinks it's just a like huge, huge, huge uh, asset, and you see a lot of benefits from it. And I agree. I also love the game, so I'm a little biased. <laughs> That's true. That's true. And you go to the game, so it helps. Micah, you want to go next? You you can go ahead. Here's my here's my biggest volleyball hack. As a defender, and that is okay. This this can be maybe maybe club players can more relate to this, but be very attentive in watch hitting lines. Now, as you get older, as you get professional, you know you you become more prepared. You become way more prepared um, with uh, the people you're playing against. But sometimes you're not always prepared for some reason or the other, right? You're not exactly 100 percent prepared. Even the college level, usually you're more prepared, but sometimes you're not completely prepared. Club level, you're playing teams they never even played before. Guys, maybe you kind of know, but don't really, really know it all. And go from back to back to back to back games. So sometimes you don't even watch these guys before. Be like, we're playing them. I've seen them two courts down. Never really seen them. Like I said, in college professional, it does happen. Where you're like, I don't even know what this guy kind of does, right? The third string or, or whatever happens for whatever reason, maybe. I realize that if I wa- I watch hitting lines and hitting lines, guys are just going to try and hit their best shot. They're going to try and hit their best shot and bounce as many balls. 
you got to realize that a lot of volleyball players, a lot of volleyball players, if not all volleyball players, are just copy cuts or of previous players that you played against. This guy has the same arm swing as this guy. This guy's the same thing as this guy. So you know from your previous, if you're storing it in your brain, you're really thinking about it. I've played this player a thousand times, but this may be the first time I've actually played him physically. I've played players like him. I've played a thousand times. you got to realize you take what you know from their player <coughs> and maybe, <coughs> excuse me, geez. And maybe he can do a few things different, but for the most part, you've played the same player so many times over your life. Now some are freaks of freak athletes, and yet I kind of do some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? But a lot of time, you got to realize, watch them during hurting lines. There have been so many times where I'm like, I don't know where this guy hits in the bick, and they're doing bicks in the warm-up, and I see him hit to my the same spot every single time. Critical points of the match, I line up there. Luckily, it goes our way. Get the dig and everything like that. So it's kind of one of those things where it's, It'll save you in the long run. If you're very attentive to what they're doing on the other side of the net, you'll pick up small little cues, which will save you in the long run, in my opinion. Have you guys ever done that before? You guys are setting up. I, I'm, a def I'm a libero, so I'm either passing or I'm just not doing anything during hitting I don't lines. know. I just see guys in hitting lines do all kinds of stuff. So yeah. I like <laughs> For me, it's worked, though. It has. Even last year, I remember, I don't even know what this guy's doing. Then I see a big, and then 23-23, hits the big, right where he was hitting in warm-ups. You're there, bam, good to go. I mean, if you I'm go like watch it. Jordan hitting lines and he just tries to bounce every ball, and he, then in a game he doesn't try to hit a single ball mm. to the floor. That's true. That's true. For me, I mean, for me, it's gone in my favor, so I'm going to keep doing it. And I would highly recommend at the club level you do as well. And any level you want. Take with a grain of salt. Mike, sir? Um, okay. Mine are... Mine is mine is kind of similar to Joe's. Um, I had three, but I'm gonna combine two of them. One is do a lot of reps instead of playing six on six at a young age, um, because in two hours of an open gym, you might get six high balls and get a chance to receive ten float serves and two jump serves. And you could do that in 10 minutes alone, probably mm -hmm. five minutes, actually. So the amount of just reps and touches on the ball that you're going to get at a younger age, if you go with a friend and serve each other like 50 floats, 50 floats would take maybe 10 minutes. And you guys can both take 50 floats. And then down, down balls, you can do 10 minutes. And then high ball setting, you could do 10 minutes. And you've probably gotten enough reps for a month of reception at an open gym. Yep. Um, so my first key is do reps instead of open gym. And then my second key would be, which is like Joe play live, but net, don't play six on six. There's just not enough touches play three on three or play two on two short court or max play four on four. Um, I think there's definitely parts of playing that <clears throat> you need to learn and gaming like gamesmanship and live things that like you can't get from reps, but the reps is the foundation. And then that is just kind of you putting it into like real live play, but six on six, in my opinion, until you're 18, it's just not that valuable. You're just not going to yeah. get as many touches as you should. Uh, it's not a good use of your time. It's not very efficient. It's not very time efficient. So that's my first 
clue, like those two things together, that's I think a winning formula is like do a lot of reps and then play doubles. Short Sorry, court. Yeah. With our club team since we were, <clears throat> since we were like seven, our dad and Mike even more so. First forty five minutes of practice always is just serve and pass. We just serve and pass for forty five minutes. Serve pass like the most boring drills. If you like, if you look at it from the outside and you watch our practice, it's just boom repetition like hitting zones and reception practice and zones and reception practice and stuff every single practice um and then it's like repetition blocking repetitions balls like we did a lot of stuff like over our practice plans were very similar every single day and then um as we got older we definitely did a little more six on six like extended time but the the, like 45 minutes of serve pass never changed um and that's the one thing that i don't so this is another thing i see with coaches coaches talk about like this is like what our emphasis is, this is what we have to be really good at. And then I, sometimes I see coaches and they don't train like what they're trying to be good at. Like my, that's one thing my dad, we're going to be the best serving pass team. And majority of our practice was serving pass. It's like, okay, well, that makes sense. It's and logical. We always yeah. were. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we, and then we always were the top, <clears throat> probably the top serving pass teams. And then I hear some coaches, oh, we need to be the best this team, the best this team. And then we spend most of our time not. So that. true, so true. <laughs> so not us. I mean, like I, most coaches I play for kind of. It's not just going to happen. And yeah. also, like, I've seen so many coaches, especially, like, I think they fall into the trap after club of thinking that their players are at a level foundation, mm-hmm. like, foundationally and fundamentally that we're really not. Like, at the professional level, I swear, if I were to bring my 14s club team, we would be able to – have more control over the ball yeah like swear we do like some over the net stuff where we can't keep the ball in the air and i'm like how do we get to be professionals without like a very like basic set of fundamentals so and the same at ucla it's like you can't overestimate fundamentals uh and no matter what level you're at Mm mm-hmm you should be doing them a lot more than we are doing them. And I think it's proven with like guys like Kobe Bryant and guys like Tom Brady, where like the ultimate level of mastery again is going to become fundamentals. Like I, I've talked about this on here before. There's like um, almost like a bell shaped curve, uh, but used in a different way of like an inverse bell. Okay, this is kind of hard to explain without drawing it, but um, basically you're going to start at 12s doing fundamentals, and then you're going to slowly, as time goes on, be spending less and less and less and less time on fundamentals. And I think the max of that is going to be like your first year of pro or your years in college maybe, but not for UH because you guys did a really good job of – doing those kinds of things, but most Mm -hmm. people, I think. And then like when you're becoming like a master at your craft, like, like the highest, highest, highest level, you're going back to the fundamentals. Keep it simple. You, some, one of my teammates actually this week told me because in Friedrichs often we had unlimited access into our gym. We had our own arena on lifting, literally could walk in the gym at any point and it was available. So, and in most professional teams, that's not the case. I don't, I don't know, yeah. Micah, how it's been for you, but most professional teams, you don't just have free reign at it. <laughs> and like Avery and I, because we just get bored. We live just down the street. So we go and just do repetitions. Also, because we 
weren't playing all the time so it's like well might as well go do something with our time you know we don't need to be fresh like <laughs> for all the matches yeah. and so we just and one of my teammates actually uh was talking to me about that because our coaches there would get super mad when we'd go in and like do setting repetitions and in the zones and stuff like because they felt like and i didn't realize it at the, at the time because they'd say stuff in german to each other um but uh, my teammate who was with us that was telling me that he realized that they were getting mad because sometimes we were working on stuff that we they felt we were already strong at so it was just like a waste of our time oh i'm like <laughs> like that we were going in and doing repetitions i'm just like i just like in general like doing repetitions and like for touch and everything but it was one of the strangest uh perspectives i had ever heard stupidest i don't know it was just a perspective People have been successful yeah. with all kinds of different things, but yeah. uh, but for me it was just like it was really strange because it was something like like I just talked about. Bless you from a young age from our juniors teams like we were the best serve and pass team and we still every single day serve and pass like if you want to maintain that level it has to be like something that you do every single day it's not something totally. that you like wait till <laughs> you feel like you're losing and then yeah yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah. It, it was just a really strange perspective and I'm like really that's really weird to think about that is true i think i think some coaches do that as well where they're like okay good like we're not a good blocking team yeah they train blocking and then we get okay and then we just the rest of the year yeah. we never or block like for again we're one like, or two practices wait right. it happens a lot yeah. I'm like, wait, like what are we gonna be good at be we gotta do it every single day every yeah. day it's not yeah i played yeah it's definitely been something so that's something i always like for example playing for my dad i realized like what he said we were going to be the best at, we did a crap ton of. And it, oh, all, yeah. and it always panned out. Like, And that's a good way of looking at it and then actually like going and executing. You have to just make be... sure that you're giving them – you're giving at least the tools to be able to do what you want the team to do. Yeah. Like like at a very like basic ground level floor. Yeah. Like, or I don't even know what I'm, I'm saying, but like – at the very, very basis, they need to have the tools to do. For example, like some guys will be like, "You gotta take that high hands in the corner," and I'm like, "We haven't hit, we haven't ever broken this down. He doesn't, he can't yeah. actually hit the corner. <laughs> like he can't hit the ball in a way to hit the corner." And you're just randomly telling the guy that you haven't given like him hundreds of reps to hit the corner and allowed him to like really groove that in. You're just telling him like, in the heat of a like super fast set and like things are going all over the place. You want him to hit that shot. And it's like, we never gave him the tools to be able to be successful in this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So or, uh, coaches out there, if you are listening, just remember that you really need to break things down and then things become so much easier. Cause then you're like hit line and it's like, Oh, I can hit line. I've trained this. And it's like, okay, hit corn, hit deep corner. And it's like, okay, I have the tools to do this. Really? We've trained this every day. Like, I can do that. But if you're just going to tell people, hit here, hit here, and it's like you've never let them figure out how to do those things, then they're not going to be able to do it. There was this uh, – or or coach, if you're listening, don't be this coach. I, uh, there was this coach one time, coached my dad's club. Um, he was he was there for about half a season before my dad realized what was going on in Candom. Um, his name was Brian or Blake or something like that. Cool guy. Kind of came off. He's like, remember he was telling me, he was like, yeah, I played at UCLA. Um, 
didn't want to be on their club. Didn't want to be on their D1 team, so I just stopped and just turned into an animal on the club team. Just told everyone that. So everyone was like, yeah, this guy went to UCLA. I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy said, pretty sure he got cut on <laughs> the club team. So this guy, uh, there's a lot. I'm sure there's a lot of coaches out there like this. Um, but this guy was trying to relive his glory days. One day, they're like, hey, Gage, can you come to practice? I'm like, yeah, I'll come to your guys' practice or whatever. And he, I think he coached the above me or something, or the the age group above me. So I'm going to practice. And everyone's lacing up. <laughs> I realized I was like, Blaze over there is lacing up the most out of any of these players over there. <laughs> I kid you not, bro. I kid you not. For an hour straight, he's like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Um... I'm going to take four guys on my side. I need our top setter. Give me the top setter. But <laughs> six against the other side. He's like, you're going to send me every ball for about an hour straight. And I kid you not. <laughs> for an hour straight. He's like, all right. He was hitting on the outside. Just hitting. And he wasn't even coaching the other team. He was coaching the setter on where to set him. He's like, guys. And then when he would coach the other team, he'd be like, guys, listen. You're not going to stop me. All right? Like, stuff like that. Where it's like... <laughs> You're not going to stop me. I'm going to hit that shot. This is what we need to do. You guys see what I'm doing right now? This is what we need to do. <laughs> only him. You would only let the center set at him. It was glorious. I was watching this thing. I was like, there's no way this guy's real. There's no way. He was on X Games mode that day. I don't even know what happened. Uh, so you listen, coaches, don't Shout be. out Blaze. Shout out Blaze. Living his best I, I, life. Yeah, living, I hope he's still living his best life. Probably playing Italy by now. I, I, I don't want to... I think he like videotaped practice as well, so we could watch it as well. Um, so we got to find that video out there somewhere. If you want some reps, go get yourself a 17-year-old team, lace them up, <laughs> put them on the other side, and t- take the best setter and have them. Give him the glory. So you guys, you guys won't, you guys won't defend this, but <laughs> <laughs> I was just shocked. You know, I'll and tell you how. Take we some pu- highlight tapes and send that thing yeah. out. <laughs> see who you want to see this. With that being said, guys. Um, Again, I'm gonna repeat it. Like I have seen Ben before. Also, follow us on TikTok. That being said, Doctor Price Electrolytes 20. Autism for 20% off. Get yourself nice and electrolyted. Hear this voice. My voice is not gonna be sound like this by tomorrow. Cause I'm gonna be freaking downing with Doctor Price. I'm gonna feel like there's better than I ever had before by tomorrow morning. With that being said, can if you can't can the heat, goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode presented by Doctor Price's Electrolytes.